0: Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020 Campari American, New York, New York. Never compromise. Drink responsibly. They're gonna kill the love of my life. Yes, if I don't go back to what I was doing, this Friday. Our line of work is quite brutal and quite ruthless. How far would you go for love? You steal a truck. Bring it to me. Then you make your money. Is it dangerous?
2: Of course, it's dangerous.
0: Nicholas Holt, Felicity Jones, with Ben Kingsley and Anthony Hopkins. All
2: this trouble, all this pain for love.
0: Collide in theaters Friday. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under thirteen.
3: Newcastle side, uh, they went with Poppy Cisse up front last week. That, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was great. Yes, that that did not work out as well for them.
2: This is the Fantasy
3: Soccer Podcast, brought to you by Rotowire.com, your premier source for fantasy sports.
0: For news, rankings, projections, DFS lineup optimizers, and more, head over to Rotowire.com slash soccer. And now, here are your hosts, Mike Gottlieb and Andrew Lair.
3: Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the RotoWire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. I am your host, Mike Gottlieb. Along with me, as always, is Andrew Laird, and we are coming at you live, I kind of, from uh, a, fr- a really warm Friday morning. And we apologize for the tardiness. Uh, we just got caught up in all the midweek action of the Premier League. So we will review that and we will preview. The small slate of game week 35, but before we do that, a couple of bits of news. Um, one was, uh, well, the first thing I want to talk about is the PFA Team of the Year, because <laughs> I didn't like it, but you did. So go ahead, Andrew. It's
1: I, it's not that I liked it; it's that I was fine with the team with the selections they made. We discussed that uh, that Sergio Aguero. I think. It's weird because everyone's like, how is Aguero not on it? And that's kind of looking at it in a vacuum because uh, Harry Kane and Jamie Vardy were the two forwards that were picked ahead of him. And I'm not sure how anybody can argue that Aguero's season as a whole was better than those two guys who, I I think you obviously get a a little more of a boost when your team is winning and, uh, you know, they're one, two in the table basically because of those two guys. And so you know, leaving them out or leaving Aguero out was perfectly fine for me. Uh, the other one was Mesut Ozil that um, who was picked uh, or who was uh, uh, picked by or overpicked by uh, Delhi Alley Who uh, I could I agree that that one may be a little more because um, he's argument. English. Yeah, but uh, you know, ultimately uh, Delhi ah, Alley's okay. had a fantastic season, and I'm not sure that that's such a huge snub either.
2: Who
3: has the most goals in the Premier League?
1: It's either Kane or Vardy. Wrong. <laughs> oh, is it Aguero now after his four?
3: Yes. Yeah. Who has the most assists in the Premier League? Mesut Ozil. Did either of them make the PFA team? No. There you go.
1: I don't know I, about it, stats. It, it, that's it, it, why N'Golo Conte oh, made it. Well, Kane Kane is still ahead hold of Aguero, but Kane, Kane's still ahead of Aguero.
3: N'Golo Conte has stats. He just doesn't have goals or assists. Right.
1: But Kane's a 24 Inter- now. He's ahead of Aguero. Uh,
3: Kane, okay. Well, what does Aguero have, 23?
1: He's a 22, the same as Vardy.
3: In how many games?
1: Well, that's. I think that's also some of the problem. Is that he...
3: <laughs> it, it, the problem is he's not English. Maybe. That's the problem. I, I, I mean, it, it, I mean Ozil, Ozil and Aguero have been by far and away, when they play, the best players on the pitch for... For both teams. Far and away. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I I mean, it's overt nationalism.
2: (laughs) Which
3: which is fine. (laughs) I mean, mean, unless there's bonuses attached to these, which there might be, you know, I I really think that they got screwed. And if they have bonuses attached to it, then they got screwed out of money that they earned.
1: So who does Aguero make it ahead of?
3: I mean, I would... I, 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 exactly. I, I, that's I, my point. <laughs> I, here's the thing. I, I mean, if you if you force me into a four four two,
1: which they do. I mean, I, that's clearly what they use.
3: Yeah, because you know every team uses a four four two. It's just
1: Leicester does, and they're going to win the league.
3: Yeah. My my point is is you should pick the best eleven, not just the best eleven of a four four two. You know, you you, you can I mean you could easily make this formation because Danny Rose, who is a defend a defender that made it pass you know I, I would I would pass on that and you know I would put Ozil in for him and then I would take Ali out and put in Aguero and that would be a three four three
2: yeah
1: well you can't do that so you're stuck with Danny Rose <clears throat> but I understand the Deli Alli and Ozil. the thing is <laughs> Ali is going to be one of two guys that's going to hit double double which in itself is pretty impressive I understand you want to make a big point about Ozil leading the league. It's by a a large number, too, but I think there's also the benefit of people.
3: It's Cesc Fabregas' dominance of last season.
1: Right. Except Fabregas won the title. And Aguero's, I mean, uh, Ozil's fighting for fourth. Mm
2: Mm-hmm.
3: It's whatever. I, I just have, <laughs> I have a problem with it when 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 you know a player who will who, who will arguably I think I mean definitely has the most goals per game per ninety. Yes. And the person with the most assists per ninety and per game and total won't don't make the team. Okay. Uh, it's it, I mean it, I actually really think that uh, that Aguero. First of all, they voted way too early.
1: Yeah, it is a little. Well, I mean, it's too early. How much is going to change?
3: Well, my point is, is there if there are bonuses attached to this, you know, the, the, like when these guys will be, will they will miss out on money because of this?
1: I th- why is that concern they you? Enough.
3: They make enough,
1: but well, it was more. Why does that concern you? Like, who cares? Why should we worry about that? I'm pro labor. <laughs> <I guess.
3: laughs> okay. Yes. If I was if I was in their shoes, I'd be upset. That's all. You would probably be much nicer shoes too. <laughs> they <laughs> would be much nicer shoes. Uh also uh also in the news, um well not really in the news, just kind of an opi- opinion I wanted from you. Is there an, is there the soccer equivalent of an like the overrated stat as compared to let's say a pitcher now getting a no-hitter?
1: <laughs> um I I don't think so. Um Kevin Payne uh, who for our soccer listeners or soccer only listeners does a bunch of DFS stuff for all of our other, uh, sports on Rotowire, wire uh, tweeted yesterday that asking if the no hitter was the equivalent to a 50 point game in the NBA now. And I think that's kind of the equivalent right there. So I don't, I don't, these kind of single moment, um, like hat tricks happen a lot more often. Uh, and four goals doesn't have a catchy name to it, so it's difficult for us to, to say, yeah, scoring four goals. So I don't think there's necessarily a, a soccer equivalent. No.
3: Yeah, so I, I just, I just wanted to say that. I, really, what happened there is I wanted to force the my opinion of uh, the overrated that a no hitter in baseball is overrated, as well as the sport itself.
1: <laughs> um. Okay. Thank you for your opinion.
3: Yep, just wanted to force that in there. All right, let's 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 review the, the midweek that was. Uh, we left off with um, – we left off previewing. I wanted to say it was Stoke and Spurs, the Monday nighter. And what we have to do now is do the rest of the week. So we start off with the unlikely draw between Newcastle and Manchester City, and Sergio Aguero scored his 100th Premier League goal. It was offside, and it was offside by a decent margin. On a free kick, where the side referee is literally standing on the offside line, and he's not running, and no one's running in the opposite directions, and it, it, it's unfathomable how they get that wrong. It's
1: it's the easiest offside call to make in soccer, is the the free kick offside, and they blew it. It wasn't even close. Like that, <laughs> he was like a full body over.
3: Uh, he was two, he was two line, yards. So. He was two yards offside.
2: So yeah. about five six feet.
1: Yeah, so uh, that happens when we have human beings as referees. No, it's. I don't think we're that close to robots yet.
3: No, but we do have replay technology. <laughs> uh, and on the Newcastle side, Vernon Anita mm-hmm. from the right back position had a very fortunate shot go in. I don't think he really... On his off foot, he curled one past Joe Hart, who... Joe Hart who played well. Mm-hmm um city just didn't play well they were playing for second place in that game and kudos to them for getting a point out of it but i i feel like newcastle deserved all three
1: um i i guess i mean you still i still feel like there's plenty of more talent on the man city side whether they like man city playing at 80 percent is still much better than newcastle at 100 so yeah man
3: city man city's man of the match was elekim mangala
1: yeah (laughs) Yeah,
3: let I mean, just let that sink in.
1: The only thing, the only memory I have of him in that game is that he was trying to pass the ball over to the side to Kolarov and sent it right out of bounds.
3: Yeah, he, 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 yes.
1: There was no, there was no Newcastle player in the picture.
3: I, I, I'm aware. <laughs> About I the fact
1: it, that this game, this game was the only draw of the four for the midweek ones and the only one. Five. Uh, uh, excuse me, five. And the only one where a team did not score multiple goals. At least one team. And it was Man City playing at
3: Newcastle. <laughs> Newcastle played well. Yeah. Uh, they, play, they, they played with a spirit that they had been lacking. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it too little too late, though, is the yes. problem. Um, uh, well, maybe not, actually. Well, just, I mean, they, they spent 80 million pounds. 80 million pounds. And they're going to go down.
1: Mm. They're also paying three managers right now, I think two managers I, I can barely even remember who came before mclaren uh i mean
3: it was Parju, but right yeah
1: they're not paying they're not paying him, him. <laughs> yeah it's a lot of money mm-hmm. well, still close i mean there's still only two back
3: it's it's close but they need a lot of help yeah because they need to jump two teams
1: and Sunderland have a game in hand that being said they they look better than Norwich looks right now
3: well we say that but uh, and this is an interesting thing about soccer like it wasn't that long ago when we were saying well when Norwich look good they win yeah and when Sunderland look good they draw so it's the the short things turn so quickly in this sport and there's such a small sample size per week to go on that we kind of just get caught up in, oh, like the, the shiniest object of the last weekend because, you know, it's going to be a week until we see him again.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So we, 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 we take these long extrapolations based on a one-game sample size, you know, and you know, this, this team looks better than this team, but then one day one game later, oh, no, this other team looks way better than this team. And, you know, that that's something I have to work on too. And I think, you know, next season... You know, one of my one one of the learning points from this season is that yes, things do change, but don't overreact to that change in one week. Okay. You disagree.
1: Uh, I think if a team stinks, we can acknowledge that they stink.
3: But you're 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 trying to say that well, both teams stink, obviously. That's true. (laughs) They're at the bottom of the table, but. We keep flip flopping like, oh Sunderland, definitely not going down. Oh wait, Newcastle look better than Norwich. Wait, Norwich are winning. No, they look good. For the record, for the no, record, well, for the record
1: I have still. never, I've never been in the pro Norwich bandwagon. Never.
3: It's true. It's true. Uh, one of our one of our Twitter followers said, you know, Norwich don't top any table, and then I replied, yes, they do. They top the relegation table. Mm. <laughs> so, um, it's. I think, I mean, it, it, I really do think it's too little, too late from Newcastle. Maybe not for Sunderland, but definitely for Newcastle.
2: Okay. okay. All
3: right. Team that's uh, playing well at the right time is West Ham going into their FA Cup semi-final. Uh, they won three to one against Watford, and guess who's back on the score sheet? Andy Carroll and Mark Noble scoring twice. So yeah. I think once, at least once, was a penalty. I'm not sure yes. about this. Uh, But Dimitri Pai, of course, got an assist. Michael Antonio got an assist. And uh, Chico Coyote also got an assist. Mm -hmm. Why not? Uh, Yep. Those are all for
1: FPL because there are only two.
3: And remember when I said that Torrigini has never missed a penalty? Yeah. Guess what? (laughs) He missed one. He missed a penalty. And and Adrián at one point actually had saved three straight penalties. Yep. Yep. And I believe Aurelio Gomez has also saved three straight penalties. (laughs) But uh, Noble hit his, Deeney did not, and that's actually the difference in splitting the points in the win.
1: Yeah, just like that. Um, Adrian, I think, uses the uh, shaky bar method of smacking the top bar to um, make the goal shake a little bit when he before the uh, player attempts. So that, maybe that's that, the key. That
3: should be that should be illegal. It
1: absolutely should. I think it is illegal actually. But they and then it they should be a yellow it. card. Yeah,
3: it should be a yellow card for delaying the game because you have to wait till it stops shaking. Hmm. Which they don't. Well, that's my point. Like yeah, but they, they would actually, you know, it's just, you know, anyway, simple procedural things didn't matter. Watford did. Watford looked second best on the day. West Ham are flying right now,
2: mm-hmm.
3: uh, at the right time because if they want to push for fourth place, that uh, they they have to win out.
1: Yes. Yeah, I I still think that well they have to win out and they need help, but
3: yeah, they need, they they will need, they would also need help. They didn't get it this week, but.
1: Did you know they have the third fewest losses in the Premier
3: League this season? Well, yeah, they, they, because they they don't they don't mind letting other people score either. Yeah, in fact, they usually let people score first, and then <laughs> they, <come back.
1: laughs> then they come back. Yeah, league leading fourteen draws, only six losses. Leicester and Spurs only fewer, only ones with fewer.
3: Yeah, uh, and they, I mean, the mo- most amount of games with both teams scoring. Mm-hmm. You, you never start an opposing goalkeeper ever.
1: Yeah, Adrian was a decent looked like a decent play until they inevitably gave no, that
3: see, see <laughs> i tried to warn people,
1: you did you did
3: you know just don't do it because both teams score the most amount, the highest percentage of both teams scoring is when west ham plays mm-hmm. i try to give people good stuff and occasionally i do but they they're don't.
1: just they're thrown off by your facts is the problem you should have just not given the actual fact just be like i'm pretty sure that it feels like West Ham give up a goal every time they play and they score.
2: Uh,
3: another fact that I gave out is to not use any of the Everton double game week players. And what do you know, that was a good thing to do because Everton, zero, Liverpool, four. It actually could have been about seven or eight. Yeah, Liverpool, for sure. They, uh, Liverpool, Everton. Liverpool, 37 shots. <laughs> 37. Yeah. That's more than one every three minutes
1: yeah at one point Everton was down to down to 10 men and they lost stones so they were using who was it Barry and Bezich or McCarthy and Bezich
3: McCarthy and Bezich as their center back pairing yikes Funis Mori red carded stones injured
1: that Funis Mori I I finally watched all of it um stupid (laughs) the I mean the foul itself was stupid but the, the reaction afterwards the whole,
3: thing. the whole thing was stupid um you know and, and he hasn't been on Everton. he's on like an everton lifer where like that will really mean something to the fans like he's he's first year at everton and he's like oh i'm proud of the fact that i stood up for the badge or whatever he's gonna say and the fans will be like no you know what you stand up for is just you stay on the pitch and don't let up four goals
1: yeah <laughs> yeah it was very strange to me that that was kind of his reaction um because yeah, like you said, you would think that he like grew up in Liverpool,
3: um, but yeah, he, 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 he didn't fool me. But he does get a nice little break. So yeah, <laughs> uh, well, I, I mean, and here's what's going on in the press right now about Everton is if they don't win the FA Cup, Martinez that- is done. Done. And if Martinez is done, who else is leaving? I, don't, I mean, I, I, I is that
1: speculation t- or are you actually going to give me a list of guys who are leaving?
3: Uh, I, I mean, the, the big the, the big two that I, I are on the tips of all the other teams' tongues are Romelu Lukaku and John Stones. And Stones, yeah. Ross Barkley, those rumors are now gone. No one wants them. Gosh. Remember when everyone wanted them?
1: hmm The passport Nobody. still helps. De La Feu, he should go too. Um, the... Does winning the FA Cup, like, still keep his job? Yes. Really?
3: That's, that's silverware. Gosh. Okay. And they get to go to Europe. <laughs> yeah, they get to go to Europa. Hey, yeah. look, it's it would be as if you know what 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 would you prefer? Winning the winning the yeah. FA Cup, <laughs> just finishing sixth. Yeah.
1: Okay. I get
3: I, it. I, I, I mean. At that point, I mean, it's you could legitimately make the argument that it's the same thing that we just kind of reserved ourselves for cup play. We right. didn't work out in the Europa, but it did work out in FA Cup.
1: Right. We knew we weren't going to make the Champions League.
3: Yeah. Well. Yeah. Once Champions League was out of reach, we decided to focus on cup play. Mm-hmm. Done. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Give him a raise. <laughs> He'll be great in MLS. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, you think I'm joking?
1: MLS needs managers who know mls like it's a very different beast than what most of those guys are used to and in europe your...
3: if, if, that, if that's the case they will never get a good one
1: i'm not sure it's a league that needs good ones to be honest like
3: then it won't progress it will not escalate
1: hmm. i'll disagree on you on that one i think there are plenty of good american managers not even american ones it's just those who are familiar with mls like Patrick Vera at NYCFC, I'm pretty sure, couldn't name more than five MLS players, including his own.
3: And look at and how three three what his team is doing.
1: Yeah, exactly. They're terrible.
3: He's not a manager, is my point. Oh, okay. <laughs> Roberto Martinez has success. Patrick Vera has success as a player. Okay. Anyway, I, there's a reason why I gave up my NYCFC tickets. <laughs> that and because I don't believe the fact they'll build a soccer-specific stadium in New York.
1: No, it's definitely Westchester. Um, anyway, but uh, Liverpool, um, so Origi's done for the year. Not that there's. That's a, that's a bummer. Yeah, and possibly Euros, which is also which, a bummer. But
3: yeah, and I, I think, I don't know if Eunice Mori has been charged. Um, he has.
1: He's okay. He's got three games. Okay, yeah, so. For being a clown.
3: Yeah. Which, I mean, I think that'll mean the end of his season because I think Jags will be back by then, so it'll be Jags and Stones.
1: Right. Yeah, it's...
3: Robles had nine saves, even though he let up four goals. <laughs> That's what happens when you have 37 shots against you.
1: Yeah. Oh, actually, uh...
3: yeah. James Milner, six assists in his past three games.
1: Yeah, he's a beast. We... Um... Now that I'm looking, maybe Funes Mori didn't get it. Maybe he's... They expect him to be charged. Sorry for the take back on that. Um, yeah, is... Uh, we kind of were joking around that I because I called James Milner the English Dimitri Payet, but um, fantasy-wise, is he better than Payet because he has these other pieces around him? Like, his pieces are much better than Payet's.
3: No. The one-word answer I have is no. Okay. Because Dimitri Payet, if Andy Carroll's healthy, that's the equalizer.
1: He doesn't need many others. (laughs) ridiculous.
3: He doesn't need many others is my point. Okay. When you have that guy in the middle and you like to cross and get assists on cross, that will help. Tell me I'm wrong. You're wrong. Tell me I'm wrong and believe it.
1: (laughs) There's no way you can convince me that Andy Carroll's presence is equal to... uh...
3: It means that he will get the crosses. He will have more crosses and he has more touches. He can do free kicks and score on them. He can score from open play. Dimitri Pae is a more complete player than James Milner. Uh,
1: I'm not kind of talking about it like that. I, I was specifically for fantasy purposes. And fine, Pye...
3: I'll, I'll, I'll take for fantasy purposes. He'll have more crosses, which count as a point. He'll have, I think, he'll have.
1: I think the scoring Perfect. is a little overrated. Like he, he's not a he's not a 15 I, I, goal. Scorer. I, th- I
3: think I think I think the number of assists will be a negligible difference, and I believe that Pae will score more goals.
2: Okay.
1: The goals, I think, are, are will. Yes, I think that's true. Milner has more assists than Payet right now.
3: Yep, yeah, be... <laughs> he's on a ridiculous tear right
1: mm-hmm. now. I'm just saying he has more in fewer games.
3: We'll move on. Uh, I, 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 I will not. I will never concede that James Milner is a better fantasy player than Dimitri Payet. Okay. Dimitri Payet, The argument could be made that he can be the MVP
2: okay
3: ah the argument really can't be made (laughs) that that was a stretch thank you that was a stretch
1: well deserved place on the pfa team of the year though
3: yes hey where's james milner
1: (laughs) too busy winning europa
3: Man United 2, Crystal Palace nil in a game that nobody watched. Uh, no one was actually there to see it. That's not true. He, <laughs> there was people there. But Damian Delaney scored for Manchester United, which is a bad thing as he plays for Crystal Palace. Mm. And Matteo Darmian got the second. And he also got the assist on the Delaney own goal. <laughs> uh, and he got a yellow card. That's the Gordy Howe hat-trick of soccer.
1: <laughs> yeah, good game. I mean, I'm not sure there's anything to take from this game, from this other than Palace. Switched it up a little bit because they held a few guys out for this weekend's FA Cup. So, um, yeah, and we didn't learn anything. United got their three points, and next up is uh, game week thirty-five. <laughs> Although Palace is off in thirty-five, oh, they're both off. I take that back.
2: Yeah.
3: Julian Speroni nine saves.
1: Yeah, yeah.
3: S- scored more points than Joel Robles.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we. Um, I was chatting with a few guys about which goalkeepers to pick for this for this slate because um,
3: De Gea was the obvious
1: choice. De Gea was the obvious choice. I thought Adrian was a decent choice because Watford hadn't been playing well. And as soon as everybody saw Spironi starting, it was like, oh, well, maybe he's worth it. He was really cheap on DraftKings since he hasn't started in forever. And um, at nine saves, I mean, that's 18 points on DraftKings. That's,
3: he, outscored, he outscored De Gea, I think. He outscored De Gea.
1: Yeah. So um, goalkeepers are starting to kind of become defenders in the, if you can find enough crosses, the clean sheet doesn't matter. And so yeah, here. Finding,
3: finding saves is tough, especially against Manchester United, who don't shoot on target.
1: Right, right. Yeah, that's. Uh, they either
3: shoot in target or off target.
1: <laughs> they, uh, did Memphis start? I can't remember if yet. Uh, uh, uh,
3: no one watched.
1: Yeah, <laughs> didn't actually happen.
3: Like, it's, the, it's the game that w- did not be, or was whatever the expression would have been there. <laughs> It's but early yeah, so in the morning.
1: They, um, the, so the, yeah, the nine saves. I mean, that doesn't happen a lot. Um, Memphis did not start, by the way, but uh, you know, it, it gives you something else to think about when you're when you're making at least DraftKings lineups because two points per save. Um, I, I remember Hesh Hambazaza says he has no problem starting uh, goalies against Tottenham because they they put so many shots on target that you. You have a, a decent chance of making up the lack of a, a win or a clean sheet with, you know, with the saves. You need five saves to equal a clean sheet victory, which uh, really doesn't. Which seem like doesn't that happen
3: that often, first of all. Yeah,
1: that too. Yeah.
3: But secondly, when Spurs, Spurs score four, that's minus eight.
1: Yeah. Fair point.
3: So five. So five saves and four goals gives you two points.
1: Yeah, I mean, four goals doesn't happen a ton.
3: So. 5 days doesn't happen at all. No,
1: that's true. Good point. So,
3: good point. Uh, it, your your ratio is is thrown off because for each for each goal that goes in, you have to have a save just to cancel it out to zero. Right. Right. So It's interesting it's an interesting point though, but I would like to see what the ratio between goals and saves is. Between goals against and saves. I think that'd be an interesting stat for DraftKings.
1: Hmm. That is a good one. We're looking and, at that.
3: And and easy to find out. Yeah. Logan oh, did. man, this guy just had a great idea on the fly. But let's round out that. Uh, let's round out the weekend with Arsenal 2, West Brom 0. Uh, two mirror image goals, Aaron Ramsey to Alexi Sanchez, except the second one was a free kick that Ramsey earned. Uh, so not really mirror images at all, if you think about it. But Alex, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Window images, maybe. Kind of looks similar, but it's not.
3: Yeah, it's a musty window image. That's right. Uh, actually, if I. <laughs> My my windows just got washed, so I don't know what that's about. Hmm. Um, yeah, Alexi Sanchez, all, all though, the way California now. That's right. Uh, actually, I face actually I face the other direction. I was oh. I would see into the ocean.
1: So did you see the Manchester United Crystal Palace match from your house?
3: Very, <laughs> very good, very good. <laughs> very good, Andrew. That was that was very well done. Uh, except I was seeing. I think from here you would see into Germany, hmm. latitude wise. Well, the Bundesliga
1: attendance is
3: pretty good. <laughs> well, you know, I also can just look at the TV instead. I can actually look at it and de- screw it. This-
1: <laughs> Madrid is the answer, by the way, of the same and could never get latitudinal or longitudinal. I believe it's latitudinal line as New York. Fun
3: Fantastic. fact. Fantastic. Arsenal to West Brom nil. Uh, West Brom scoring nil was totally expected. Arsenal scoring multiple goals totally expected. Uh, well, what was expected for you is Peter check made the start. I thought it would be Ospina mm.
1: Oh yeah. I forgot about that.
3: Yeah, whatever. I gambled and lost, but I I had enough. Yeah, if you, if, if, you know, if I had actually was able to play it out on DraftKings, which I can't, because uh, I live in New York, uh, I would have had enough money left over saving from Marigi, and I believe there was one other um, substitution I would have had to have made. I Forgot what it was though. But you couldn't have made them
1: on Thursday.
3: You no, no, take... I would have. I would have had to make them on Wednesday because Manchester United played Wednesday. The right. money saved would have allowed me to take um, Foster. Right. Right. Which would have, which wouldn't have been terrible. He got four points. Mm-hmm. The, the, again, this is the saves to goals ratio. He had four saves, which is nice, but let up two goals. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, Alexis Sanchez continues to be one of the hottest players in the Premier League. Not named Jims Milner, and Alexi Wobie was silent. I tweeted it's at sixty-five minutes. He had zero fantasy points, and it's not because like he did a few things and he had a yellow card. He literally had zero counting stats.
3: He had zero counting stats, but he had. Uh, he had plenty of passes to Aaron Ramsey that went wide. Oh, sorry, that Aaron Ramsey shot wide.
1: Mm, great.
3: Great. So, you know,
1: a lot of chances created then.
3: There were chances created but not taken advantage of. Uh, he's, he's a key part of that core. What's interesting about Arsenal going forward is you're starting to hear rumbles from guys like Alexi Sanchez that they, they won't sign extensions. And the, the the reason is twofold. One, they are not sure. Oh, the other teams are interested. For, you know, like Bayern Munich is interested, for example. Uh, and secondly, they these players do not have the assurance that the board will spend the money it takes to win. And Mesut Ozil being the other player who has not signed an extension.
1: Right. The the two guys that the board approved the money for. I mean, those are the two biggest signings they have. Yep. Now they're complaining that they don't spend well, enough.
3: Well, well, he, which is fine. I I mean, the, I I think, well, the expression was, I believe, I read it somewhere uh, in one of the London papers, you know, that the board would prefer gold to silver, meaning money over championships, you know, a a better profit line. Yep. Which makes total sense, especially when you consider who the owner is, Stan Kroenke. Mm -hmm. So. it's tough because it is the sensible thing to do as a business. The unfortunate thing is this is a club and not a business.
1: Are we sure? <laughs> no, well, I, I, I get it. I, I mean, look at the top clubs in the world. I think they the way that um, that Arsene Wenger plays, like he's never been one to really spend up for a forward, and I think that's really their biggest.
3: They don't spend up for anyone.
1: Well, they they spent up for Ozil and Sanchez.
3: Sanchez was always considered a forward. I don't care what he's classified as as FPL. He's a forward. He's not known for his ability to run up and down the pitch and play both ways. Who is Sanchez? Oh, what do you mean? Actually, actually,
1: runs up everywhere.
3: Actually, neither really, but But yes, they
1: need they need a center forward, and um, I'm not sure they really need much else to be honest. I mean, so you believe win the Premier League? Um, I think one of them is good enough. Yeah. I don't think they'll continue to play both. I think El will be good enough, and then you put him next to Cazorla or Ramsey or I was about to say Jack Wilshere, which would have been and funny.
3: and you're comfortable with Paramount Sacker.
1: Well, I think Gabriel is Gabriel. Be, yeah,
3: you're you're comfortable with Gabriel.
1: I I, I don't see you know a, a number uh, I, of I, I, center backs I, I, in the world that are going to be. I,
3: I guess what I'm saying attainable. is this is this was your best chance to make a dent on the Premier League title. Mm-hmm. You're not even close. Uh yeah, yeah they were close
1: but I think center forward I mean as well as Welbeck has played I mean if you can get a world class striker the spine, in there like a Cavani or a Higuain which they tried to get and failed
3: it's and... on the spine of that team what's that the spine of that team down the middle center forward central defend central defenders and central midfield yeah I think I mean now, and now they have two good goalies which is Great, they have but when, but they have be- one
1: good goalie and one that Arsene Wenger thinks is really good.
3: Davido Speed is not a bad goalie. He's or not D- bad, check.
1: But he's not he's not good enough that there should be ever a question of who's starting in goal with Peter Check. That's ridiculous. Uh,
3: Peter Check, I think, will retire soon.
1: I bet if I bet it's next season if they don't if they don't make a real push next season. And that's his final year in his contract, yeah.
3: yeah. Makes sense. Or he'll go to the MLS, or maybe the NFL to kick. Who knows?
1: <laughs> that's Christian Fuchs's job.
3: I know. Oh, I can't wait till that happens. All right, <laughs> let's view game week 35, shall yeah. we? Enough nonsense with the NFL. <sighs> First game of the weekend, it'll be very, very lopsided. Uh, Manchester City are at home against Stoke. Manchester City, I think, have the best chance to score over two and a half goals of any game in this slate.
1: Yeah, I mean, that makes sense, although I think we're going to see—we should see some decent squad rotation because they play Real Madrid next week, and they just came off this double game week. Aguero played all—I believe it was all but six minutes um, of the double game week, so uh, having him play again and then play Real Madrid next week, I think um, just the way that his body is held up, I think, is is a little too much, so I wouldn't be surprised if either Boney or Iannaccio started— or maybe even Raheem Sterling uh, up there by himself, but um, Sterling should play. I wouldn't, you know, uh, David Silva, I think is still iffy. Um, Yaya Torre could get a rest. Kevin De Bruyne could get like, there's, there's a lot that that could be missing from this one. So um, this is still, we're taping this before Pellegrini's press conference. So, um, you know, we're not, we don't know. You and I don't know yet, but um
2: We'll figure it out. Check out out
1: rotowire.com
3: slash soccer for the latest news.
2: (laughs) Uh,
3: Manchester City, by the way, have the fourth best home record. Do you know who has the best home record in the Premier League this season? Uh, West Ham? Nope. Hmm.
1: Spurs, I would say.
3: Second. Nope, Spurs are third. Hmm. United? Manchester United. Yeah, of course. They have 37 points at home this season. They've only had seven goals, right? Uh, Whatever. Uh, but Stoke, by the way, are eighth eighth best on the road, so they're not a terrible road team. Um, but interesting fact: uh, what do you think the goal delta is? Be goal differential delta between Southampton and Stoke? They are, I believe, eighth and ninth in the table.
1: Um, I happen to be looking at the table as you said that, so I I see what it is. But <laughs> it's twenty is the answer.
3: It's unbelievable to me. Yeah. That is eight, that is. I mean Stoke being a minus 10 and being ninth yeah it's pretty astounding that is pretty pretty astounding You know, you know everyone thinks about Everton you know how they let up all those goals they still are a plus five that's a 15 goal differential delta between Stoke and Everton
1: yeah well I mean Everton scores a ton so that's really the reason for the for their plus five
3: yeah well they've only given up Stoke have only given up one fewer goal than Everton all season mm-hmm So Mm -hmm. long, long longer the days since Tony Pulis at Stoke. Yes, for sure. The, uh, uh, but it it seems like forever and a day ago when Stoke, uh, Stoke at the Britannia beat Manchester City 2-0 earlier this season mm -hmm. in December. Yeah, it does feel like forever ago. Did you hear that it's now going to be the bet 365? I'm sorry. I say that one more time.
1: (laughs) The Britannia next season will be the bet 365 stadium. It's got such a nice ring to it—the hallowed grounds of the 365.
3: Talk about a difference in culture between the U.S. and and yeah. Europe. Uh, U.S. you know forbids gambling in almost all parts of it of of the country. In England, they have the gambling website sponsoring the stadium.
1: Yeah, there was a great you know everybody raced to be the first one to say the whole. But can Messi do it on a cold, wet night at the three at the Bet 365? <laughs>
3: well i mean the 365 will help with the swirling winds i mean you can you, I mean, you know that, that that'll help at stoke but
1: hmm. yeah it's uh i don't even remember what we were talking about
3: oh manchester city versus stoke Right. Uh, right. <laughs> you know Jern shikiri not playing
1: yeah the um i feel like they can't get everybody fit um and that Maybe that's the issue. I mean, the the back line has been just decimated with injuries this season. Eric Peters is suspended. Glenn Johnson's missed a decent amount of time. They had Shawcross out for a while. Cameron's been banged up. And then all their, like Muniesa, Wilson, they were hurt. I mean.
3: Phil Bardsley.
1: Bardsley's been, who plays for Stoke, has been like a conversation piece um, on this podcast. Like he shouldn't ever be part of the conversation.
3: Except if I don't know a team he plays for. Right. Right. Uh, it would be however, great
1: if they if he went back to Sunderland.
3: I thought that would, and then <laughs> I, think, I think my brain would. Shiver. I was just about
1: to say I think your your head just might pop.
3: <sighs> I saw a mannequin actually recently that had like 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 long red flowers, with no head. But the flowers were placed in the neck area like a vase, so it looked like someone had shot the person's head off straight up in the air, and blood was flowing out from the neck. That's what would happen with me. What where was I Uh it was at uh it was at the Macy's in Brooklyn. Hmm.
2: Seems it was very edgy for Macy's. It,
3: it was it was a really tastefully done uh decapitation that explosion. <laughs> Head explosion. Yes, very tasteful. Okay. Very stylish. I don't even remember what clothes were. Martha running. Stewart.
1: Martha Stewart decapitation. You
3: know. You know. I, I. don't remember if it was male clothing, female clothing. Just. I just remember it looked like someone shot someone's head directly, straight upwards, like in a cartoon. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Which, uh, segueing back to Manchester City Stoke, um, do you care who plays forward? Would you start them?
1: For Man City. Yeah. i uh, no, I'm, I'm off. I'm both, off Wilfried Bony. Both teams, yeah. No, I'm off Wilfried Bony, um, and I've never been the biggest Sterling fan, so no. And the Stoke. Um,
3: Do you think De Bruyne plays?
1: I I don't know actually. Uh, they, I think Nazri's still banged up, so they don't necessarily have like a ton of
3: blonde-haired Samir Nazri. Yes, yes.
1: Um, <laughs> so I guess they could theoretically play like a Sterling torre navas attacking midfield uh so yes i've just convinced myself that de bruyne will not play
3: gross absolutely (laughs) gross uh i mean they need the points that's the that's
1: the thing they need the points but this man i mean the real madrid match on on tuesday is is big
3: so yeah i mean i still think it'll be manchester city multiple goals and i think stoke will get one yeah I don't think it'll be a clean Jeep, I think it'll be a decisive victory for Man City. Fair? Okay. Yeah, that's fair. All right, let's move on, finally. Aston Villa, the pressure is off. They are relegated. Um, at home against, exactly, right? Way to go, Julian Lescott. Uh, Aston Villa at home against Southampton. This game also, I believe, is... Well, it, it doesn't take much to be a mismatch against Aston Villa, but if there ever was one, this is one of them.
1: Yeah, this weekend's packed with mismatches. Miss yeah.
3: Matches. Aston, Aston Villa, by the way, forty-one percent of their games they didn't score. Oh,
1: Oof. it's crazy to have three wins this entire season. Three in
3: thirty-four. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you know, They they've lost every uh, each of their last eight. Oh. Hmm. That that's a quarter of the. That's no, it's not. It's more like a fifth of the season. Mm-hmm. Or sorry, uh, yeah, like a fifth of the season.
1: They've scored twenty-three goals all year. Or all season.
3: Yeah, Derek, uh, you know the golden boot. Who what, who will have more goals? Aston yeah. Villa or the golden boot winner? Yeah,
1: Kane's ahead of them right now.
3: Well, I, that's whoever nuts. The, whoever the gold. You know what? You may have multiple people with more goals than Aston Villa. Yeah, you might. Oh gosh. What is Prince? What's the What's the Prince gonna do?
1: I'm pretty sure he doesn't care enough to do anything about it. Well,
2: they are talking well,
1: about I, selling I, I, it again, and I find it weird that they would sell it after relegation, as opposed to.
3: Well, I think it's I think it's I I think the Premier League, you know, uh, Scudabaker, was is that is that his name the the commissioner? Scudamore, Richard Scudamore, that's what it is. There might be some backroom dealings here because you know the 28 street years in the top flight yeah god
1: they were one of 6 to make it to be in it every
3: year yeah and it's and you know they have a royal following and they are going to be in Literally
2: the second royal. tier
3: and adama triore by the way who they bought from uh from aston villa has a clause that if they get relegated he gets a raise <laughs> wait what how cool is that no, no next way he's next i don't know if it's because he's relegated or because it's just next year but uh Barcelona's not buying him back and he's made, he's gonna make 20 20 grand more next season That's per hard. week good for him so tough pill to swallow there i guess i hope he plays i he's healthy
1: yeah i tweeted a thing the other day or yeah yesterday about how uh, Villa are apparently looking to offload Julian Lescott, uh, but his 40,000-pound-a-week salary is making it tough. And I was like, oh, really? People aren't aren't lining up to, to grab Julian Lescott?
3: That's, that's what Traore makes, 40 grand. He's going up to 60. Jeez.
1: Lescott was rumored for MLS at the beginning of the season, which is ridiculous. He, there's no that's, reason that anybody should want him in a MLS.
3: No, his hair is not good enough.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's the reason why.
3: Him and Shamak have the worst hair in the Premier League.
1: Oof, oof. Samir Nasri just wants to blind us with his.
3: <laughs>
1: with, with anyway, this. I have nothing to say about Villa uh, in this one.
3: This is how you can tell it's a great game week. How much nonsense we talk. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, I like all the Southampton guys.
3: Start everyone on Southampton.
1: And I would consider Jordan Ayew just because I always consider him in Southampton. I feel like, although they have turned it around a little bit of late. Uh, defensively but it seems like they are going with Cuco Martina now
3: they they have not shut anyone out in their past eight games
1: yeah yep uh yeah that's bad although like although we said the, uh, Villa have scored 22 there. goals all, or 23 goals all season well,
3: Villa haven't Jordan
1: seen. I is the only one I would think could score a goal
3: Villa I haven't scored multiple goals in their past eight either. Well, not even
1: multiple. I'm surprised they've done it at all this
2: season.
3: They've scored one, two, three, four, five in their past eight. Five of their 22. Yeah. That's that's almost a quarter. Yeah. So they're playing better. Yeah, they're hot. (laughs) Oh, my God. They are so bad. They are so bad. Anyway, start everyone on... Yeah, I, it's it's not a it's not as straightforward to me as how it was when Manchester United were playing at home against Aston Villa, where I started three defenders and the goalkeeper mm-hmm. from Manchester United. But, you know, it's close. Yeah. Fraser Forrester is going to be on my team. Uh, all right, let's move on to what's probably going to be the most exciting game. Uh, maybe. No, probably not. Birdmouth mm-hmm. at home against Chelsea. I I tried my very hardest not to rank a single Chelsea player. Yeah, you did. I did I did rank Ivanovic and I did rank Begovic, but
1: Is that because you don't know who's going to play? Or because no you idea. just don't think they're not going to do or you think they're not going to I, have, gonna do I
3: have no idea and whoever does won't play hard unless they're under the age of 21.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Or you know, and we keep hearing this like, "Oh, Ibra- Abramovich wants to focus on youth." Well, why not now? Yeah. And, you know, a story came out about how, Willian, how Brazil wants William to play both the Olympics and the Copa. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you that's part of the reason why he's not playing. Or not playing consistently now.
1: Yeah, he... uh it. They just made a deal with... Um, Neymar. With Neymar, yeah. So, and he's not going to play Copa America. So, I would be surprised good, if...
3: good news, U.S. fans.
1: Yeah, exactly. But I would be surprised if... If we saw um, Willian get approved to play both, I mean, none of them can even consider that, that would, it, right? If it's cause, not in Rio, if,
3: if that causes tension, and I kind of brought it up at the height of Willian mania, like, should Chelsea sell? Willian mania, I like that. Williania, no. Mm. Anyway, at the height of his success this season, yeah, I said, why well, should Chelsea sell him? Because he, I mean, to be fair. He doesn't score from open play. Not much. <laughs> like he's 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 like he's like Christian Eriksen a little bit, except he can dribble better.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: There was a question in there. Do you think they should sell?
1: Oh, uh, yes, I do.
3: Specifically to Arsenal? No, I'm kidding.
1: I don't. <laughs> Just that they need another attacking midfielder.
3: Um, uh, so no, a winger specifically. Doesn't, yeah. Doesn't right. Right. No. Anyway. Uh, 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 it's, it's if there's any bit of contention or if there's any bit of resentment there, if they say no, sell them. Yeah, I think that's understandable. We, if they yeah, even though he's he's perfect for what well, you read about Conte's proposed system, sell him. You can find that. Yeah, you, I mean, you can find what he has. I agree. It's it's, it's frustrating. It's frustrating because. Chelsea just need to focus on bringing their youth through, and I think they'll be fine. Uh, they have enough youth system to, you know, if the this is a big if that if a, like you know, sure enough of them hit, yeah, this is gonna be great. If enough of them hit, it could rival that of how Barcelona had a golden generation.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Chelsea have a golden generation in their, it, it, you know, it, golden generation level talent. Whether it comes to all of it comes to fruition is a discussion for, you know, it's another discussion because it, it's, it'll take time. But they have the talent there, and a lot of it is English. Yes. So it, 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 it's all homegrown talent. So I, I think it's a huge advantage. They I just agree. don't use it. Yeah. And they don't use it. All right. Uh, this game, I you know, it could get. I mean, this game is one of those games that can go either way. Uh, Burnmouth may Burnmouth may win two nil. Uh, Chelsea may win 4-0. It could be 1-1. It depends what Chelsea shows up. And you don't know that until they actually show up.
1: I I don't see Burnmouth winning.
3: I don't see that happening. I I can easily see Burnmouth winning. Chelsea are on cruise control. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Joshua King. He's the kind of guy that gives Chelsea fits.
1: Well, he's, we don't know who's going to play, so it's
3: he's fast and he has height. Yeah. Anyway, and uh, Chelsea, uh, it's it's too hard. I, I, you, you'll have to you'll have to see what lineup they they, they they bring to the table on on Saturday. But you know, if Bertrand Traoré plays, I like him. Mm-hmm. Loftus Cheek, I would like him in this game. I would like Kennedy if he plays. Yep. I don't like Pedro. Um, I don't know. Just. You could tell, like I was in a really good mood until I talked about Chelsea. <laughs> so let's move on to the Rafa Benitez bowl here. Um, excuse me, uh, Liverpool at home against Newcastle. Rafa returns with, albeit a much worse team than the last time he came back. I'd say so, uh, but Liverpool. I mean, the hits should keep on coming for Liverpool here. Uh,
1: the only, the only thing to worry about is squad rotation um, because they play. Uh, Villarreal next week. I mean it's on Thursday, but um you know, they still have got they're deep enough in Europa where that you really have to consider that. Um especially since the start the starters are playing there. So we saw some pretty absurd uh, rotation last weekend. We saw Jordan Ibe and um Ojo and uh they had the two um Friends. yeah, the Connor Randall and uh, Brad Smith so if those guys get a run out I mean Smith looked uh, for fantasy purposes Smith was great so uh, I'd be all over him if he started and then you know uh, with Divacarigi out uh, Benteke is out so they have to play either Sturridge or Firmino it doesn't even have to be an or, or they ha- they could play both so um, you know they Sturridge is the one I'd be most nervous about just because um, he breaks so easily, but uh, I mean, their attackers are are going to have to, at least their forward attackers have to play because they just don't have any other options.
3: Bet <laughs> you, they wish they had Andy Carroll this weekend. <laughs> yeah.
1: I think they'd rather have Danny Ings than Andy Carroll.
3: Oh my god, I totally forgot they even had Danny Ings. Mm. <sighs> Newcastle side, uh, they went with Poppy Cisse up front last week. That... <laughs> oh that was great yes that that did not work out as well for them i have a funny feeling what the beginning of our podcast is going to sound like um mark it that down. was a mistake <laughs> mark it down 56 minutes um just alexander mitrovich is the best forward they have and he yes. comes off the bench yeah uh, he'll is start it a this fitness, is it a fitness thing is it
1: He'll start this week. I have no doubt.
3: Watch Iosei Paris start him. Definitely. Definitely.
1: Or Doombia out of nowhere.
3: John Joe Shelby, not captained, not picked.
1: Yeah, he's done, I think. I don't think he's going to play again. Or start again, at least.
3: And remember when he was going to be captaining that Newcastle team mm-hmm. in the championship? Yeah, that's right. Oh, man. If only someone had warned people to not think that way. Yeah. <laughs> Sunderland at home against Arsenal. This game I think will be closer than people think. Why? Uh, Sunderland are playing hard defensively. Like they play the type of defense that really gives that could give Arsenal enough fits where Jermaine Defoe will score before Arsenal do.
1: Okay.
3: I'm not saying that it's like 0-0. Mm-hmm. I really I really don't think it's 0-0. Uh I would pick Jermaine Defoe here. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm sensing disagreement.
1: Nope. I think that's right. But I still think it's like three, one Arsenal.
3: (sighs) I, I think it'll be two, one and Arsenal will get a late second. Okay. I think it'll be very entertaining throughout. Okay. I think both
1: teams score, but I don't think it's going to be that close. This
3: by the way is the start of the Sunday slate.
1: Yes. Yeah. I don't think it'll be that close. This is the, this is peak Arsenal right now. Too little, uh, too little, too late.
3: You know how you said Mozinski likes to start people against Tottenham. Mm-hmm. I would start Manone against Arsenal, even though I think goals will occur. Okay. I think Manone is more than serviceable. Okay. Leicester coming off their disappointing one point or fortunate one point. Which way do you side there?
1: <laughs> um. We kind of talked about that Hooth penalty at the end or non penalty call. I, I don't know. I think there was a make up call. Yeah, I think they were fortunate to get it.
3: All right, so a fortunate point for Leicester. I think it was
1: unfortunate for West Ham more than it was unfortunate so, for Leicester.
3: V- Vardy accepted his his improper conduct charge, but is trying to get a personal hearing so he doesn't get additional suspension.
1: <laughs> uh, right, so he's basically appealing without no, actually it, it, appealing.
3: What he's saying is he'll take a fine, but he won't. He doesn't want a suspension.
1: Well, of course, of course. That's
3: what he's but that's.
1: I mean, that's essentially trying to appeal without actually appealing.
3: Whatever uh, Shinji Okazaki, Leonardo, Uchoa, I think are definitely going to start. I think Demerai Gray is an, um, a dark horse option here. Uh, who knows? Actually, you know, they may go to four, three, three and put Jeff Schlupp up up top. Yeah,
1: I, I think I think you know, Uchoa for, for Vardy is a straight swap. And that's it. I don't think they I don't think this is the time of the season to start tinkering.
3: Because uh, I mean, if they went four, three, three.
1: You got to give up on that. They can't change what, what has got them this far. And is good.
3: But Ron but Rod Yeri, what's, what's Ron Yeri's nickname? Yes, I know, I know. He's the tinker man.
1: He's the tinker man who has his started but, the, the same lineup more than anybody else in the league.
3: I understand because he found something that worked. Right. Without Vardy up top, does it still work?
1: I think he needs to find out before he says it doesn't.
3: Well, Swansea is a team that is is a good barometer to find out.
1: Yeah, like like we said, like every matchup this weekend is a mismatch.
2: yeah,
1: So it's he got very lucky that this is their match that Vardy misses. Next week is Manchester United. That would be the one for who the would, improper conduct ban. Which
3: who would you would be big? feel? Who would you feel more comfortable starting? Shinji Okazaki or Kasper Schmeichel?
1: Uh, Schmeichel. I don't, exactly, I don't.
3: Which is exactly why I think you should change systems. Cause I don't. You're, you're, you're basically saying that you don't think they're going to score.
1: I would play Uchôa over Schmeichel. I think Uchôa is the one that you play, not Okazaki.
3: The guy who doesn't start. Yeah. Really?
1: Yeah. We we know this what Okazaki. We know this what Okazaki sense. does when he plays. Like we've, we we have a long, the whole season worth of yeah, data but to can't, see that but he, he doesn't.
3: Can't, he can't do that now because Var because Uchôa doesn't run in behind. He if he, if he drops back, if he drops back to help out the midfielders, and then they play it long, it won't go anywhere.
1: Yeah, I, I was playing it the other way that that Uchôa kn- comes back and helps out. That we no no, no that uh, that we've seen enough of Okazaki to know that that Vardy's absence does not help him. Like he doesn't become like a better fantasy player because he's like stepping up for Vardy. It's Uchôa who's getting the, the significant boost. And we've, like I said, Yuchoa had plenty of success last year. Like we know that he can score, he plays well off the bench, and I think I think he's good enough to to garner more fantasy interest than
2: I
3: think yuchoa is better as a sole striker Okazaki. than Port.
1: maybe. I don't know. I I, I ranked Yuchoa um, ahead of Okazaki.
3: I, I, In fact, I, I don't. I think tactically, we'll. I think, tact, of course, we'll see when the lineups come out, but I think tactically, I think Leicester would be better served to go with like a 4-3-3 or a 4 Yeah, 3 one Yeah. I'm not saying that's what they will do, but without Vardy, I think they are much better served to do that.
1: Yeah, I, I guess. I, I, don't, I don't think a drastic change needs to happen when you're missing one of 11.
3: It's an important one of 11. Oh, sure,
1: but— I mean, <laughs> it's still it's still just one.
3: It's one of the two people that define you, three people that define your style.
1: Yep, and you still have the others. I mean, it's
3: all right. wholesale we're change to replace you're Vardy. Funda- is, you're at a fundamental disagreement, and yeah. neither of us will convince each other. Yeah. And fine. Swansea, Gilfie Sigurdsson, nobody else?
1: I wouldn't even play Sigurdsson. I mean, there, there's the argument that that, you know, Swansea will get plenty of the ball and all that, but um i think uh i think Lever or excuse me lester just will lock up i think that's how they'll play and they'll try to get their goal some you know with a late penalty lester's <laughs> not going to try to win this one 5 nothing
3: if they if they play that way they will lose the championship
1: i mean they they've what was it 5 in a row with one nothing i mean they're perfectly content with that that's how they, chelsea they, won the championship they, last year
3: have the guy that scores the goal. It would be like if Chelsea did that without Diocosa.
1: I mean, they, they fact, played they plenty without this,
3: him. <laughs> they, they tried that this year, and it didn't work.
1: I mean, <laughs> you're you're ignoring the fact that Lester, that Vardy, it's not like Vardy has scored all 59 goals of theirs. He doesn't even have a half. Like, they have plenty of other guys who can score.
3: They have one. <laughs> they, they have one, and it's Riyad Mahrez, and they're going to focus on him. Swansea will just shut him down and say. Swansea Swansea
1: doesn't just shut anybody down.
3: Let's remember they're awful too. (laughs) Whatever. It's not hard to shut one person down. Okay. All right. Spurs are at home against West Brom. Spurs, again, having the advantage of playing after Leicester, knowing exactly what they need, which they would know if they were playing before them anyway, because they just need to. win. <laughs> uh, but Spurs, I, I, I hear TV pundits say that, and it just yes. cracks me up. Yeah. Anyway, Spurs are at home against West Brom. Perfect time to play West Brom because West Brom, like West Brom at game week one, are terrible.
1: Yeah, I think. Uh...
3: Sorry, they're terrible offensively. However, Craig Dawson did return.
1: Okay.
3: I mean that's good for fantasy.
1: Yeah, they there. There's nothing that makes me think that anybody on West Brom should be a decent enough fantasy play. No, like I won't. think Spurs will absolutely will continue to just rock people.
3: I agree, and they need to. Yeah, yep. They need to. They will.
1: They're scoring as if the goal differential is like close, <laughs> and because of that, it's not.
3: Speaking of not close, usually our, our DraftKings lineups are that way. You, of course, crush me almost all the time. But I usually have one or two good weeks, and I think this week is that week because there's not that many options. So okay. my craziness may actually work out. Andrew, I'll start with my goalkeepers in defense as usual. I have Fraser Forrester in goal because they play Aston Villa. I have Cuco Martina playing defense because they play Aston Villa. <laughs> uh, so that's 4200 and 3500 I paid dearly for that. I actually have four defenders total, so I have Cuco Martinez so at 35, uh, Alberto Moreno at 45 uh, for Liverpool at home against Newcastle. I have Baba Rockman because I think he will play again at Burnmouth. Uh, he just he keeps getting crosses, so mm-hmm. went. and Nathaniel Klein. So I have both of the uh, both of the fullbacks for Liverpool here.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I see no reason not to not to do that. I have Forster also. I also have Rachman. Um, I paid 3,500 for Simon Francis. Um,
3: you think he'll play outside again?
1: I do. Um, and, uh, you know, he's been good for, he's got 13 crosses in the last two games, but, um, Cuco Martinez at the same price. So, and Nathaniel Klein is too. So, uh, you know, I can kind of pivot off that if, if I yep. want, but, uh, and the last one I threw in Brad Smith, which is the reason I didn't go with Klein or, um, Mar- or, uh, Moreno because I'm. I'm hoping these Liverpool youngsters get a run because they played well enough last week, and you think they should be understandable. Able, yeah, they should be able to do it. And then, did you say who your four, who your fourth one was? Clive was the fourth. Oh right, uh, my fourth one is Bertrand, who yeah. um, had 13 crosses last week, but at 4600. Yeah, I kind of look at it. Um, I saved a little bit in the midfield, and yep. so I would pay that for a midfielder. And those are kind of yep. midfielder prices.
3: Yep. Uh, who are your at least? four midfielders
1: um i actually only oh, have yeah, three can
3: have four. oh you have three fans. i only have
1: three yeah i have uh uh ruben loftus cheek at 34 uh andros townsend at 56 which uh i'm not sure how i feel about that one but
3: um, I, i'll tell you you should feel great
1: okay great and uh i picked james milner at 6900 which is really expensive but uh, his last three games were 29 33 and 27 fantasy points and you could argue that this opponent is easier than all of those
3: well I'll he tell also you might not much, he also might not play <laughs> i'll tell you this much you will gain zero points on me okay because i have all three of all them. three great plus deuce on Tadic at 6400 mm. i'm still because anti- they play Tadic. aston villa yeah <laughs> uh
1: sensing a trend here yeah i still I really struggle with Tadic. um
3: I can, pivot, I can easily pivot off of Todd at 6,400. Sure, sure. Especially if he doesn't play.
1: Yeah, well, because,
3: yeah. Because Bonnie is at 5,800, and he also plays Aston Villa.
1: Yeah, he does. I'm surprised that you didn't get both.
3: Uh, I couldn't afford both. Mm, okay. I, Who are I think, your f- actually, I think Andros Townsend at 5,600 is a better option.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Who are your forwards?
3: I have Kennedy at 4,000, hoping he plays. Mm-hmm. And I have Josh King at 4,400. Mm,
1: I thought about King, but... I don't know. I don't. Um, I don't know. I feel like. Forwards. Well, no, it was more that I think Chelsea are better than you're giving them credit for. They're not. I know. I know. Um, my three are Daniel Sturridge, Roberto Firmino, and Jordan Ayew. It's good. I like that. Yeah, my fear is that Milner, Sturridge, and Firmino don't start, and they're you know I'll have to. Yeah. I don't feel the same love for Jordan Ibe and.
3: Yeah, I have enough money. Here's what I'm hoping happens, to be honest. I hope Josh King and Callum Wilson start.
1: Yeah, I would love.
3: Like so, I I can pivot off of Kennedy at four thousand and go to Callum Wilson at forty one. Yeah, that's the name for me to watch on the weekend slate. I almost picked them just so I can just so I can, you know, talk about them. But (laughs) I get it. I get it. I mean, that's. A, I mean, he's he's slowly making his way back, and it's a very serious injury that he's making his way back from.
1: Yeah, it was the same thing as Gradle. I agree. So, like they, I mean, they got Gradle back in relatively quickly.
3: Gradle Gradle healed a little quicker, yeah. but there's no reason to rush Wilson. Correct. Actually. The rumor mill has already started on Wilson and that Chelsea. And actually, I, I called it last week. Chelsea are interested. Yeah, they should. Oof. Chelsea are interested, and they're and they're interested in paying twenty million for him.
1: From his point of view, why do you make the move just for more money to play at Chelsea or to play at Vitesse?
3: Well, especially Vities. if, especially if Diego Costa leaves, you have a path to starting.
1: I can't. I just can't picture. If Chelsea.
3: Chelsea are serious, if they are serious about <clears throat> developing youth, Callum Wilson is a good addition because he's young and he's English, and he he'll he'll be playing with the people that he'll be playing with at Chelsea, internationally. Okay. If they're serious, I don't think they are. Hmm. Uh, they are. I think they're serious
1: confident. about developing talent. I don't think they're necessarily.
3: Well, that necessarily
1: uh, means uh, on the first team.
3: Abramovich has apparently said the reason why he picked Conte is because they both share that they should be playing the young players in the first team. Okay. That's apparently the reason.
2: Okay.
3: I, I, I'm trying to figure out a good way to end this podcast because I'm just so down on Chelsea and it just makes me really depressed.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. Is this worse than like finishing fifth? <sighs>
3: it's just as bad. You know, what's bad is the fact, like as, as de- like they played, like how I feel, you know what I mean? Like they just play depressed. Like, yeah. I don't want to be here. And I'm like, I don't want to watch this Yeah. because it's, it's going to be bad. And I'm just looking. And I think both, both the viewers of Chelsea, the fans of Chelsea and the players at Chelsea are wondering, okay, how are we going to lose this one today? Yeah. Yeah kind of like how I feel about my DraftKings team against yours every week (laughs) how am I going to lose this one I even picked all of your midfield this week so the point getters we have the same ones at the midfield but somehow some way I am going to lose and it's probably because Roberto Firmino and Daniel Sturridge score two goals each (laughs) hope so all right, and on that note, we will end this episode of the RotoWire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. We will catch you next week for Game Week 36, which is a normal game week. So the regular review pod and then a separate preview pod. As my cat throws something off the table, it's <laughs> time to end the episode. Thank you, Ebony, for letting me know. We will catch you next week on the RotoWire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. Good luck, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer.
0: They're going to kill the love of my life. Casey! If I don't go back to what I was doing. This Friday. Our line of work is quite brutal and quite ruthless. How far would you go for love? You steal a truck. Bring it to me. Then you make your money. Is it
2: dangerous? Of course it's dangerous!
0: Nicholas Holt, Felicity Jones, with Ben Kingsley and Anthony Hopkins. All
2: this trouble, all this pain, for love.
0: Collide, in theaters Friday. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13.
3: This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines.